0: welcome to the la interiors podcast with your hosts laura and anthony the podcast where we discuss property interiors home decor and so much more hello everyone and welcome back to la interiors you're here with myself and laura and this week we're discussing garden decor and outdoor living so making the most of your space and getting ready for summer
1: and before we get into this week's chat we want to say a big thank you to max benjamin for the amazing prize last week and thanks to everyone who entered as well
0: so as i said this week we're discussing your garden and kind of getting ready for summer so For new homeowners, I think the garden can sometimes be an afterthought or it can be just something that you can't even think about when you get in. You're just like, I need to focus on the house. But I guess with summer coming up, you kind of want to be able to do one or two things to it so you can enjoy the space a bit, but not get too stressed about completely having the garden prepped and ready to go. So we're going to be talking about small things that you can do to maximize it for the time being and then right through to full garden renovation. So for you, Laura, are you in a year now? Almost a year?
1: Yeah, I moved in in August last year, around the August bank holiday. So the garden hasn't had much done to it at all yet. I suppose when you get in, it isn't high on your priority list. But because I moved in in summer, I wanted to be able to use the space. So I was quite lucky in that I had the patio laid and the grass and the fencing that all came with the garden i think that is pretty much standard in most new builds now the grass needs a lot of work definitely this year i think the seeds are kind of thrown down by the builders and it's up to you then to work on those i don't know what yours was like when you moved in
0: yeah ours was kind of the same to be honest i mean the patio was done it was done to a really high standard we had the grass in well when i say we had the grass in because we moved in december so It was just soil, but it was seeded and we had the shed in as well. So getting the shed was great because I know not many people do. Did you get a shed?
1: No, I didn't. No, seeded well there.
0: Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that was great. So we were already able to like throw some bits out into the shed because in our apartment, we actually had a back garden. So we did have a couple of little garden bits that we brought along. Nothing major, but even things like paint cans and because we did so much painting and everything when we got in having the outdoor storage was brilliant and similar to you the grass was in an awful way i feel like it might be similar across a lot of new builds i'm sure a couple of developers might do it to a really high standard but i know you and i had a similar issue with the grass it just full disclosure ours is now gone but we did try to cultivate it for like nearly three years and it just wasn't happening so much money spent on things like extra grass seed and lawn care, all these types of things. And it would help some parts of it. And then you'd end up with a couple of bald patches or weeds around the place. It was just a headache. And I'm not green fingered. So I was like, this needs to go.
1: Yeah. And I've seen lots of neighbors in my uh, state have actually looked at replacing the turf so you either like you said you could spend so much trying to fix it and you might be lucky in some cases but it might be then a case of either redoing it getting new turf down i know some people have gone with astroturf as well the fake option don't know how i feel about that with the dog and everything but yeah i'm gonna give mine another summer and we'll see how it how it turns out
0: Definitely. I know you can, obviously there's the fake grass, which I mean, if you just want it for an aesthetic purpose, then throw it down. But I just don't think you'd do a whole garden in it. I think you'd do, you know, a circle or something kind of visual with it. But you can buy the grass already done, like, and it's, I don't know, it's like connected to soil or whatever, and you just roll it out and it like merges with your garden. So that can be quite a good solution. But I think it can be a bit costly and you could still potentially end up Like, it's not a guarantee that it will take, you know, but I'm sure for anyone moving in who loves gardens, like they're up to the challenge. I was not. So (laughs) that was me. But yeah, I think at the start, like it's easy just to do some few bits, some like basic personalization to make it feel a bit more homey, especially for the summer when you're potentially going to be spending a lot of time out there. You can get a couple of things to kind of make the space more livable. What have you done kind of so far and what's the plan for the summer now?
1: Yeah, so last year I bought my a garden set of furniture around August. I wasn't actually long in, but I think I mentioned this before, my couch was delayed, so I said, right, I may as well invest in the garden furniture this year, even though it was late in the summer. We still got a good bit of use out of it nearly through till the end of September, October. So I have that now. Didn't do much with it last year. I was just so happy to have it. So this year I am looking at doing the patio area. So the patio is there, have my furniture. So I've been actually buying lots of accessories over the last few weeks little decor pieces like lanterns and loads of cushions and throws. And I'm looking at doing some planting, you know, trees and pots around the patio truth be told budget wise i don't think i'm gonna extend much further than that for this summer um i think the garden is definitely the bottom of the list when it comes to um the budget when you move in so maybe next summer that can be the project but yeah i think if i can get the patio in order this year i'll be happy
0: yeah definitely like i think having somewhere to be able to go out and sit you did the right thing like you got a lovely piece of furniture So now you can at least make the most of the good weather when we have it. But Ireland just doesn't get enough consistent good weather for the garden to be a priority when you've moved into a new home, even as much as any of us might want it to be. For us, when we got in, we kind of brought an old bistro set with us. It was just glass, iron. It was grand, but it was a bit raggedy, like we'd had it for a few years in the other garden. But it kind of got the job done. But then when summer was rolling around, we were looking at maybe getting some furniture but I just couldn't prioritize it at the time and I ended up getting like a rattan set is it rattan or rattan
1: I think you can say either
0: okay I'm gonna just keep saying rattan but yeah we got a set anyway just a little bench two chairs and a little table with a glass top and actually my mom ended up buying it for us just as a treat but um (laughs) Got it on living social. It was really cost effective at the time. It saved a fortune and it was so much cheaper than pretty much anywhere else. And that ended up being great. Like we've had that for over two years and then recently just upgraded. But that was brilliant. It meant we could sit out, had little cushions. It was comfortable and we were able to make the most of the weather. And then with planting, as I said, I'm really not like not green fingered, not great at the gardening at all. Alan got into it a little bit more for me I was like okay I just wanted to look nice and I think for me why I don't love gardening is because I love symmetry and I love like tidy visuals and you just don't know what plants are going to do and you just don't know what way it's going to go like even if you plant things in your mind they're symmetrical one of them dies one of them thrives it's just too difficult to control the outcome so We did a lot. There was a lot of buying of plants, planting them, getting them, you know, getting the garden in great shape, lots of compost, like really put the work in. And then winter would come, half of them would die. It just wasn't working out for us. So I think anything that survived was in pots. I think if you're going to kind of want a bit of greenery in the garden, but you don't have the time or the inclination to like put a lot of care into them, Then get some hardy plants like boxes, trees, conifers, any kind of beach grasses. They're always really good because they're very hardy and get them into nice pots, buckets with stones, bark, like that can add a lot of texture and a lot of aesthetic to your outdoor space without you having to worry about all the things that come along with planting into beds. Mm. So yeah, that's kind of where I was with it up until recently, but I'm very much here for you even saying like you're going to get a few nice pots and everything before kind of investing in beds and everything. Because you don't know what you might even want to do with the garden in the long run. So this is the smarter thing to do.
1: Yeah, because I actually have a big space of grass. So and you kind of have to figure out how the light works as well. You know, you don't want to go doing a big feature down the back corner, if you're not going to get sun there all day. I'm lucky my house is, I think it's southwest. So I do get the sun on the patio from about midday till the sunset which is brilliant but then the end of the garden only gets it in the morning so I think you need to factor that in as well if you're sectioning out the garden you know so I'll monitor how all that goes over the summer this year before making a plan
0: yeah no that's a really good idea and I think I know so many people when they're buying houses they want to get south facing and all these type of things I never really even thought about it our garden is east facing I think so The patio, which is obviously at the back door, gets the sun in the morning and it gets it right up until, I mean, it depends on the time of year. Into the summer, it could be mid-afternoon when it starts to move away from it. But what I noticed after being in the house for a while was the corner of the grass where the shed was, that pretty much got the sun from about mid, like even before midday, all the way through to the end of the day. I was like, oh, it's such a pity we don't have a seating area down there because the shed was there. It just felt like such a a poor way to have laid it out. Obviously, they'd all been laid out the same. But for us, from a functionality perspective, I was like, I want to have seating down there because you'll be in the sun the whole day. Also, because our garden was on, well, was, it is on a bit of a slant. And with that in mind, it was difficult to even put chairs down there on the Mm -hmm. grass because they'd end up sinking. I mean, I did do it. I used to bring the chairs down and sit in the sun down there. But then you'd be getting up, you'd be yanking the chair up out of the grass. And I mean, at that point, I'd pretty much given up on the grass. So I wasn't worried that I was damaging it or anything. But yeah, I just think, like you're saying, with the garden, because you don't tend to rush getting it done. It's actually probably a good thing because you do get to kind of see what it's like over the course of a year, because obviously the days are longer, shorter, you get a bit of a feel of where things should go. So what are you thinking for the long-term? You're still not sure, or you're just like waiting?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. I have a Pinterest board with lots of different ideas. Um, I think I would like to get some beds in the sides maybe and put some trees down the back just for a bit of enclosure. I'm not overlooked, actually. There's just a field behind me, so that's nice. But it still feels quite open, you know. So I think a few nice trees and just some colour. I think that's what I'd love from a garden. But then, like you say, it's finding things that will give you colour all year round, you know. I think I might need to get a bit of professional advice because I don't have a clue when it comes to plants and flowers. That said, my mum and my 92-year-old nana are mad about their gardens so i'll have to get them out for a site visit and some ideas
0: yeah that's such a good idea i think anyone you know who's into a bit of gardening definitely ask them also when you go to the garden center in general they are very much here to help you like i remember i bought magnolia trees at the start because everybody loves magnolia trees they're so gorgeous when they come into full bloom we had them planted in the front garden it wasn't really happening we moved them into pots i think we got a flower And then they just ended up being twigs. Then I found out you have to plant them in like really acidic soil. Again, a lot of work for me who was just like, I'd like a tree that has a pretty flower on it. So they ended up getting abandoned. Now, we really did try after a while, but it just wasn't happening. Although you and some of our friends got Alan and I an apple tree when we moved in. And that we have kept alive and it's thriving. It's really big now. We've moved it into a giant pot, I think, as well, because we got it as a gift. Alan's like, we cannot let that die. <laughs> it even got sick at one point. Apparently, plants can't get sick. And Alan went to the <laughs> garden center, God medicine for it I don't know anyway it's in great shape now and it's gorgeous because we've had apples on it in that's
1: amazing yeah
0: no it's really good like it's also just such a lovely year round plant because it has flowers on it at the moment and then it's green for the summer and then apples in the autumn then it kind of sheds into the winter but it's lovely all the time so yeah things like that are probably a good buy and I know more recently we got a couple of trees in like you were saying with just Enclosing your space a little bit more because I think with the new builds with the low enough fences, it feels very open. And especially if you're when you were used to maybe when you were growing up and you were in like an older development or estate. Or
1: guidance
0: Yeah, it's really a thing. Like I always loved having trees or bushes, walls, whatever, just to make it feel a bit more like a private space. So over time, we have done little things to maybe make it feel a little bit more private. So with your furniture, what exactly did you get?
1: I love my set that I went for. Um, I got it from Euro Garden. They have a stunning selection. So I went with sort of a curved l shape sofa, and then it's got a round table, but it's got a bucket inside, like an ice bucket inside the table, and one of those Lazy Susans that you spin around. So... It's really nice for entertaining. Hopefully I'll be able to do that this summer, but it's really comfy as well. And it's been out there all winter. Like it was expensive now, but you can tell it's good quality and it's stuff that will last. So it's been out all winter. I did have it covered, but it's held up perfectly. There's not a mark on it. So I've actually just invested in a sun lounger to match it for this year. So I'm very positive about the weather. Hopefully I get the weather I'm buying for, um, but it's nice. And I have a parasol as well. I actually didn't even take that out of the box last year. So I need to use that this year, but that's sort of a cream. So that will be nice over it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm delighted with it and it's great now to have it because I know it's hard to get them at this time of year I'm seeing sets on offer and they're going as quickly as they're coming where did I see this week I think it was home store and more they had like a pre-sale but people were setting their alarms at 6am to log on and buy the furniture and then whatever has gone is gone and then there's another batch available the next day now they did have nice stuff and they are well priced but yeah you need to be committed to get that by the sounds of it
0: i mean for me with garden furniture i think there's always offers on somewhere so you absolutely should shop around but your set's gorgeous it's real cozy it really makes the garden into like a living room feel which i think is great
1: Yeah, it just feels like an extension of the kitchen with the double doors opening out. So that's what I want to do now with the accessories a bit more this summer, just to add that bit of warmth.
0: Oh, and you also have your egg chair, don't you?
1: Yeah, that was I ordered that last summer, but it didn't come till October. So that's getting its first outing this year now, which I love. They've become so popular. It's just so comfy, though. There's something about the swing chair that feels so nice. You got one as well, didn't you?
0: Yeah, I got mine in Jisk or Yusk, um, as I've learned to say. But yeah, it's lovely. I think it's because your feet are up off the ground. I know it sounds really silly, but you're just like floating in this squishy chair. and <laughs> It's so comfy.
1: Yeah, I love them. There's loads around. I think um, I saw Johnstown Garden Centre are going to be getting some in, I think, in May or June, because I think lots of people have been on the lookout for them, so... One to keep an eye out for. And then Little had one recently, but after my Aldi experience last year, (laughs) queuing for hours, and then there was no egg chair to be had. You'd want to be up for the challenge.
0: Oh, yeah, you need to be on the ball. I think with the little and Aldi garden furniture. The quality of them looks fantastic, but you absolutely just need to be like (laughs) honest in order to get one. Um, yeah, I think I'm delighted with the egg chair now, and recently. As you know, we've kind of completely redone the garden. So it's something that we've been wanting to do for a while. Alan even kind of drew it out to, I guess, the design that he thought would be really good. And yeah, we've kind of toyed with it back and forth for a while. And then we were really leaning into possibly doing it this year. We'd already had a couple of people out like pre-lockdown to look at the garden. And then when we had the dog and he was tearing stuff up in the garden I was like I actually am not able for this so now I'm very much on board with getting it done so we had it done recently and I'm delighted with this like we've essentially paved the entire thing which I know for a lot of people would be a lot but I think we've balanced it out quite well we took the wooden shed out. We've got a stone shed built now. It's been plastered. So there's a really nice finish on it. Because of the slant on the garden, we ended up just putting in two more tiers almost. So the top tier is still the patio where I've got the egg chair and I'm getting an outdoor dining set up there as well. Then the middle tier is kind of just a breaker. So I've got a kind of big stone Japanese lantern a little sundial and some big potted plants and then on the bottom tier I've got like a lounge set I guess is what you'd call it so you know like an outdoor sofa and two little chairs and a couple of round tables but yeah we have a lot of potted plants around the place at the back we have a walled bed put in so I got two olive trees put in there We had this huge plant at the top of the garden where we had two beds, which we had paved over because they weren't raised. They were just, the muck would be spilling out onto the patio and then the dog just thought it was a place to go roll around. So they got removed and one of the trees from there, we moved it down to the back and it actually took really well. The guys who did the garden did it, but the olive trees are great now at the back. And I know they're in very, very in fashion at the moment, but also when I was actually in the garden center they were saying they're really hardy and they last that was kind of my one thing when we went to buy any plants I was like how sturdy are they because if they're not I will probably kill them so yeah they gave us loads of great advice but I'm delighted with it um it's so much easier to keep and it feels bigger and we're making so much more use of the space now and one of the little I guess design choices that we went with was in the middle of the two new patios i've put tiles in instead of all granite slabs so i learned so much actually you can do outdoor tiles now as opposed to stone slabs and then you can get them in stone effect there's a lot of different things that you can do but the tiles we got are a little bit thinner than maybe what most garden contractors would like to put in so Had to have many conversations with the guy who did our garden to convince him that they would work but sometimes you do just need to convince these guys to actually see your vision come to life and in fairness at the end the guy who did it was like oh actually they look brilliant so i was delighted with them but i bought them all locally like there's a tile place local there's a stone place across the road the plants and everything i got in the arboretum which there's a couple of them around the place and they also sell stuff online but the quality is fantastic so that's kind of where we evolved from i guess at the start we were just planting the odd plant and now we've completely redone the garden so it feels like a brand new space which i'm delighted about now for the summer especially because probably won't be going anywhere again well might go down the country if we can but there won't be any holidays or anything so going to be my little summer oasis oh it looks
1: amazing i can't wait to see it in person now and i um, love that you've created different zones you know you, you have your dining zone and then you've your seating kind of lounge area at the back and then the planting to break it up in the middle i think that's really nice
0: yeah it kind of just came together in the end like there was a vision for it but then it was one of those things that when it was done it was like actually having a dining table in that corner will be lovely because it's always sort of shaded there. And Mm. for me, I just hate eating in the sun, like, you know, in the heat, like, so that's the last piece of furniture that we're waiting on. I got it from Outdoor Living and it's like any furniture. There is a lead in time and yeah, I think it should arrive by the end of the month. So we'll have it for the whole summer, but I'm so excited because it's one of these tables with the gas fire in the middle of the table. Amazing. Actually, let's talk
1: about outdoor heating because I am looking to invest in one of those as well. Did you get a a standalone heater as well?
0: Yeah, we got one from Calor Gas. So I did do a lot of research online. There's a lot of conversations about gas versus electric and what's better. Mm. For us, we do have an outdoor plug, but where it was, there was no point in putting a heater there, let's just say. So In order to have an electrical one down the bottom at the seating area it just wouldn't have worked so we ended up getting the gas one ordered it online and it had to be put together but it's lovely it's kind of a pyramid it has the plastic well it's probably not plastic because it would melt but you know it has the clear tube in the middle so you can see the flame coming up and then the heat sort of comes out the top but it it sort of flows back down then to the area that you have it around so i'm really happy with it it wasn't cheap, but it wasn't extortionately expensive. And it came with a cover, I think it will last for years. Like it's really good quality. So yeah, I'd recommend going on and having a look. And then Al is talking about getting just like a strip heater on the wall up near the back door and that one could be plugged in. So I think yeah. I think we're doing that. I think it's going to have gone from one extreme to the other because I was like, we don't need a strip heater. We're going to have this gas table... There's a gas heater down here, but he was kind of saying, "Well, you don't you know want to be firing up the table if you're gonna be sitting outside for like twenty minutes, so you can just flip the switch on the wall, so that's the thinking behind it, but I hear good things about both. What do you think you'd want?
1: Yeah, I do have a plug as well um it's a little bit away from where the seating is so i agree with you that might not work out i've been looking at these cozy fires recently have you seen them they're quite yeah. like they're very aesthetic and lovely to look at but i'm not sure of how much heat they actually give off i think they're available from the orchard and ratwoods and i think even littlewoods have them so they sit tabletop they're gas powered as well they look really nice and there's different sizes available At different price points so i just need to do a bit more research now and see i don't know how much heat will come out of the small ones but they look lovely so i
0: actually i got something like this now it's not gas powered essentially it sits on the top of the table and i have it down in the kind of seating area and it's very small now and it has two glass kind of panels on the side of it and then in the center there's kind of like a pool So what you pour into it is, I think it's bioethanol, and you light it and it'll burn for a couple of hours. And it gives off, it's very aesthetic. Like it looks lovely. Got it on Amazon. I'd say the gas now would probably be a little bit more high powered, but it gives, the one we got anyway, gives off little to no heat. But yeah, I'm intrigued. I'm going to look into the one that you're talking about here because if it gave off a bit more heat, like they look great.
1: Yeah add to that vibe and coziness as well I think you know the glow is always lovely which brings us on to lights so I think you can do lovely things with even the festoon lights and fairy lights around the fencing so that's another thing I'm looking into at the minute have you added any standalone lights
0: we have bought them but they're getting hopefully they're going to get put in soon um with lockdown and everything it's hard to kind of nail these sort of things down but we got two kind of pillar lights so I'd say they come up to just below your hip like they're a bit over a meter and they're black so they're just like a black pole and then they have a light in the top of them so they're going to get put into the ground kind of on the middle patio and then I got two matching black just little lights that will be kind of on either side of the door in the new shed so we painted the door in the new shed as well black so there's a bit of a theme there's not loads of black in the garden but just there's little accents of it so I think the lights will nicely tie that all together and then we always had like the outside light but there's no ambience or anything off it it's very much functional so I also bought net fairy lights so got them on amazon and they're plug-in so we need to figure that out but basically I want to get them kind of behind the dining table because we've got trellises there so I think they'd be lovely kind of hanging on those but Al's trying to convince me now just to buy solar-powered ones but I've had solar-powered lights in the garden before and in garden at our last place and I don't know if they've gotten better over the years but any that I've ever had before, they just didn't light up that well or you couldn't rely on them. I don't know. Have you got any?
1: No, actually. But I know what you mean. They feel a bit functional as well, don't they? They don't really give that ambience.
0: Yeah, and sometimes the glow is a bit weak or it's not warm. It's not the kind of warm light that you'd like in the garden. So yeah, I think I'll try and stick with the electric fairy lights if we can make it work. And then I suppose the final piece on your garden is kind of accessorizing. And I know you've done lovely bits with the furniture. So any top tips there?
1: Cushions and throws, again, like we've said, indoors, they can make such a difference and just really add a bit of character and personalization to the area. I'm also considering an outdoor rug because I think that will add a nice bit of coziness to the space. And there's actually so many available. It's something I hadn't really ever thought of or looked for. But now that I've started doing a bit of research, so much different colors and patterns. And I think that can add a really nice bit of texture as well. And then tabletop, I love to bring my dried flowers outside. I think they add to the decor. you know, if you're having people over or you're just sitting out there. I love the idea of mirrors as well. I know you've added one to yours. So I'm looking at that at the minute for the fencing kind of behind the seating area and maybe some shelving as well. I've seen you can get kind of, I don't even know what you'd call them, but like sort of metal shelves that are for outdoors but you can put little small potted plants on there and little bits of greenery so yeah they're the bits and pieces that i'm looking at at the minute hopefully it'll all come together now by the May Bank holiday that's my target so i have another week or so
0: <laughs> oh yeah and you can pick up a lot of that here there and everywhere like i know aldi little they always have lovely kind of pastel cushions and throws and everything especially at this time of year so that's lovely for the garden and then all your reliable garden centers which luckily you can still go to even in even in the last phase of lockdown I think you were still able to go to woodies and everything so yeah you can get out and buy a few bits but yeah I love the idea of shelving and I've seen a bit of that putting the nice little plants on them and everything it just adds something to a space that's a bit unexpected I feel and it's the same with outdoor mirrors Like the mirror we got, actually, I completely forgot about that when we were talking about the garden. But yes, we did get that mirror. It's kind of like chapel shaped. That's probably not the official way to describe it. But, you know, it's peaked at the top and it's kind of a metallic material, but it's been treated. So it's kind of a creamy coloured and then the mirror is obviously kind of back a little bit because of the way the frame is built, which I think is good for keeping it clean and everything. But yeah, we've put that on the side of the shed. and I think it just completely finished that space. Like, I think mirrors anywhere, even outside, they just create more light. They make areas feel bigger. So yeah, I love outdoor mirrors. So here for them across the board. What else did I get accessories wise? I got a couple of little Japanese lanterns in woodies. So stone lanterns and I got a little Buddha which I love. Um, I don't think I'd planned on having like a lot of Buddhas and everything, which I don't. I just have the one, but it works. I'm really happy with it now. It's all kind of come together quite nicely. So yeah, I mean, there's no theme to the garden. It's a bit East meets West. Like the tiles are quite Mediterranean almost, but then I've got these Japanese stone lanterns and a Buddha. So I don't know if I give it like a definitive style theme or anything but it works I like it so it's come together anyway
1: that's the main thing a collection of things you like
0: exactly yeah which is always how interiors or in this case exteriors should be yeah so that brings us onto our trend this week Laura what are we chatting on this week
1: so this week we're talking storage solutions and baskets which I have an addiction to buying. (laughs) Um, But I think you can never have enough. I have baskets in every room of the house. I don't know about you, but they're in the kitchen, the bathroom, the utility bedrooms. I just find them so handy for so many different things. And I think you can pick them up in lots of different places as well. Like I've got them from deals, had some great ones actually last year. I don't know if they're still doing them, but they were really well priced and good sizes Got loads from Dunn's, Aldi, Pennies. So you don't have to spend a fortune on them, but I just love how they can make things look clean. You know, you can throw them, throw anything into them and they just make your spaces instantly look more organized.
0: Yeah, no, they really do. I think it's one of those things that it is something functional, but it actually makes an area look so much nicer and there's so many small little things you can do like i feel like everybody's really into like pantries at the moment and food cupboard organizing and everything and i don't have a pantry i have like a big food press i guess but it was becoming just like a mad place to put anything. Anytime you went to look at, you know, you couldn't see past the first couple of rows and then every once in a while I do a clear out, and I was like, oh my God, there's like soup back here or whatever's back there that, you know, really shouldn't have still been there. And all stuff like that, I really wanted to figure out a way to just make it more functional. So yeah, I think at the time it was Heaton's that I would have picked up all these lovely baskets in, but like you say, you can get them anywhere. And got loads of baskets, just got everything organized into them in their own sections, you know, like baking, sauces, all that type of thing. And now the press is so much tidier. And also, just sticking with that theme, got some really good spice racks actually on Amazon and drilled them into the back of that press. So all your little spices and everything are just in a nice, tidy space, which again, such a small thing, but there's just, nothing more upsetting than going into the press and everything's all over the place or you know if you just move one thing then it all falls apart then everything's a mess
1: mine is like that at the moment and it's stressing me out but I I feel like it's a rainy day project that I'll get to eventually my to-do list is so long for this house but I have like you a big food press but it's it's narrow and deep so the shelves need segmentation you know they need baskets and spice racks and that but i'll have to measure before i order so that's on my list i actually ordered some bits from the organized store in dundrum obviously closed at the moment but they are online i don't know if you or anyone listening has been watching the home edit on netflix but the organized store actually carry the range of products that they use on the show so i got some lovely um i'm calling them lovely they're boxes <laughs> <laughs> but they make my presses lovely so they're like um they're bins they call them on the show but they're just clear and they're really deep and long and i have similar shelving in my built-in wardrobes upstairs so i've bought these for loads of my products and they've got dividers within the box so it's great because you can push it right back into these deep shelves but you can still see through what's in it so they're really handy and I got some great shoe storage there as well. They have little shelving racks that you can stack so it just instantly gives you more space in the bottom of your wardrobe. So definitely one to check out.
0: Yeah that's really good. I was obsessed with the home edit. I don't know just organizing or seeing other people organising things brings me joy. Yeah. So yeah (laughs) I am so here for that. The organized store is brilliant. And yeah, I think it is one of those things that you just pick up nice bits. And also you can pop them in spaces maybe that you don't always even consider. Like, I know we've talked about utility rooms and stuff before, but in the utility room at the moment, we just put that big shelf in. But, you know, you're just throwing stuff up onto the shelf then, like um, kitchen towels, toilet rolls, the iron, all bits like that. And I ended up buying three really nice boxes in TK Maxx. They're just... Kind of regular boxes, and they've got like a foliage kind of print on the outside of them. So they add a pop of color. And yeah, I just stack everything into those like all the toilet papers in one, kitchen towels in the other. I put the iron and all of its bits and bobs into the big one. And then on that shelf, then it's just three matching boxes, which again makes me feel better than when I look up and just see stuff. Yeah.
1: And you know where everything is then as well. You know, you don't have to go looking. This is where. The kitchen roll lives or you know so you just know to go to that box um which just makes life easier when it's organized does not it
0: yeah definitely and I've seen loads of bits on Pinterest Instagram where people have like taken it to a next level with labeling boxes and everything like that's where I now aspire to go but that's what I love about yeah. social media because you just see stuff and you're like oh my god I want to do that now
1: I did buy a label maker actually in Aldi last I don't know earlier on in the year I think it was in January it hasn't come out of its box yet but I have great plans for it
0: (laughs) oh yes definitely um so actually speaking of kind of bits and bobs good storage and all these types of things that nicely brings us onto our competition this week so we've teamed up with Miniso they're a really great brand that's huge in Asia I actually first came across them when I was in Hong Kong a few years ago and I bought a great speaker um, for the kitchen. It was such a good price, like a Bluetooth speaker. And I also bought a tiny battery powered like mini fan, which in Hong Kong with the humidity saved my life. And it has now come on every single sunny holiday with me. And believe me, it has helped. So yeah, they've great bits. They are now available in Ireland online and also in the Jervis Centre when retail reopens. And they just do some really nice cost-effective storage solutions. So boxes, drawer hacks, as well as some really cute and quirky household items from cushions to delf, lighting and loads more. So our competition this week, you can win a 50 euro voucher for yourself and two 50 euro vouchers for two friends, if that makes sense. I've explained it properly on Instagram. So head over there and enter, but you'll be able to get loads of lovely bits online
1: sounds amazing and a nice group shopping trip when we can again
0: yes oh soon
1: (laughs) and we will be doing our faq episode next week that's after rolling around so fast so we're really excited to answer all your home related questions so do send us a message on instagram if there's anything you'd like us to cover off
0: thanks so much for listening and we will chat to you next week
1: thank you for listening to the LA Interiors podcast. If you enjoyed it, please do subscribe and leave a review. You can also follow us over on Instagram at la.interiors.ie.